Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fabulous Three. And that is myself, Miss Tam, and my man Front Row Kenny. What do you say, guys? How y'all doing? What it do, Renee? What it do, Kenny? What it do? What it do? Yo, what's happening, y'all? What's yeah. happening? Miami. Oh, I wanted to sing the song and <laughs> exactly. then I, I forgot the lyrics. What's that song? Remember? <laughs> Miami is the place. Da, 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 da. Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah. I knew it that that's where you were going, Tam, but I was like, I forgot the words myself. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, the Will Smith song. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and I was I thinking about <laughs> summer, summertime, summer, summertime. Everybody that know that jam. song. You may not know my oh, version yeah, yeah, of yeah. it, but yeah. <laughs> Wait, did Will Smith, was he the original person of the Miami song or was it uh I feel like there was another one besides that, but he remixed it, I feel like. I may be wrong, but I think he remixed it. That's a shame. We can't even remember. <laughs> it still go hard, well, though. Knows, <laughs> <laughs> please send it to us. Who, who, who Who's the original singer? We know Miami is the place. Da, 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 da. Miami. Miami. Okay, Miami. so enough yeah, yeah. of Miami. Before we actually jump into some Miami talk, real quick. We're on Clubhouse, if you didn't know. So we're on the Twitter, not so much on the Facebook, but we occasionally are on the gram, as in the Instagram, but we are on the Clubhouse app. If you don't know about the Clubhouse app, where have you been hiding? The Clubhouse app is the hottest thing since sliced bread right about now. (laughs) And we don't officially have like a club yet, but you can follow Front Row Kenny, or you can follow I Am Sincerely Tam to be notified when we're doing a room. We've done a couple of rooms so far, but we will be doing a... Oh, for those that don't know about Clubhouse. So Clubhouse, you have clubs, and within those clubs, you start rooms. But if you don't have a club, you can still start a room, but your room won't be associated with a club. Get it? Good. (laughs) Right on. But yeah, so we'll be on there this Sunday. Hopefully, we'll have some NASCAR folks on. And when I say NASCAR folks, some NASCAR employees or people affiliated with the sport. Last week, we had Raja, who is a NASCAR driver, but not a cup driver. But Raja runs in the ARCA series. And we had a few people like this. We've only done it two weeks, but each week we've had like NASCAR pit crew guys. So if you want an insider's view and want to hear some insiders talk NASCAR, join us on the Clubhouse. And we'll post when we are going to do our room on Twitter. But it'll be Sunday before the race. With that being said, Mr. Kenny, let's shake things up. You want to give us the top 10 for Miami? Let me pull it up. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't expect that to pivot that way. (laughs) Why change not? it up on you, Kenny. Yeah, it switched, yeah it switched it up on me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Making sure you're on your toes, Kenny. Okay, I, I so, guess, I guess so. I, while, while Kenny is looking for the top 10, and don't forget to add the notables since I'm handing this off to you, 
I have an announcement for you all. We talked to Quinn Hoff, NASCAR Cup driver of the number double zero, the eight ball chocolate whiskey car, if you didn't know. And you're going to be able to hear what we had to say. How about that, good folks? You like that? (laughs) I liked it. That's cool. How about some eight ball whiskey? Chocolate whiskey, to be exact. Renee just got back from Vegas. (laughs) I haven't either. Renee just got back from Vegas. Did you have whiskey or did you have vodka? I had whiskey, that's for sure. I'm not huge on vodka. I can drink vodka. I I don't mind it, but it's not my go-to thing. But there's two things I love is chocolate and whiskey. And um, I'm down to try some of that. (laughs) Chocolate and whiskey. What a pair. Yep. Oh, you know what? Okay, so that was a reference to Tina Turner in the movie with Mel Gibson. What movie was that? Got me stumped. I'm not a movie bluff. (laughs) Under the Thunderdome. I I think that was Mad... Was it that Mad Max uh, on Thunderdome? Yes. I love that song. That was like one of the greatest songs on the movie ever. You don't need another hero. You don't need another something way out. All you need, something, something, is the Thunderdome. Okay, this episode has taken a left. Kenny, bring us back to the right side. Because <laughs> you know what? I'm tone deaf. If you can't sing, that means you're tone deaf. At least that's what I've been told. So clearly, yeah, there you, go. you guys are like, uh, stop, because you're tone deaf. So, okay, Kenny, enough jokes. Well, what's the top 10 a joke? You guys be the judge. Kenny, give us the top 10 for Miami. Well, that was an interesting pivot to the top 10 for Miami. But obviously, by this point, you should know William Byron won the race. He led 102 laps. He was on it. He had it. And not exactly my thought to win a race this early. Pretty crazy. But second place was Tyler Reddick. He had a great race. Martin Truex came in third. Kyle Larson came in fourth. Kevin Harvick finishing fifth. Michael McDowell. And I got to say, he's an automatic notable. He came in sixth. Ryan Newman as well. He came in seventh. Kurt Busch, eighth. Alex Bowman, ninth. And KFB rounded out the top 10. So, obviously, any other notable aside from Michael McDowell, I got to say, it was a tough day for Ryan Blaney and Eric Amarola, who finished in 29th and 30th after they tangled. In turn number three or four, it was an unfortunate incident for those two, and that pretty much ruined their day. But yeah, I cannot believe the start to the season. What do you guys think about it so far? We got William Byron, got a win that early. Pretty crazy. Yeah. I posted a Twitter poll on our Twitter account, and I simply said, will William Byron go on a tear now that he knows how to win at the cup level? And 44.4% of the voters said anything is possible. 33.3 says, slow down, ow, ow. <laughs> that was my song, too. That was Grand Boy, Pooba. she's in a singing mood today. Yeah. You guys don't know anything about Grand Pooba. I know that already, but that's like a throwback song. <laughs> Tam is bringing all the hits today. <laughs> karaoke, karaoke episode, you know? Yeah. Yep. 22.2% percent of the voter says sure will that's interesting that the votes went 22.2 33.3 and 44.4 
that is wild. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. And speaking of polls, I also threw this out there. I said, stage two is complete. What do you think of the cup race at Homestead, Miami so far? 68.5% said that so far, so good. 14.8% said surprising. 16.7% said whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Man. I actually thought that the race was pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. I have no complaints. I thought it, it had its moments. It was entertaining. The beginning of the race... I'm not going to hold you. It was background noise. But once I got into it, I was like, okay, it's a pretty good race. I enjoyed it. It was it was hot. <laughs> it was hot that first yeah. the first half of the race. It was pretty pretty hot. I actually almost wish that race ended in the daytime, honestly, cuz I felt like it would have had a very different finish cuz Tyler Reddick was hauling the mail. He just needed a couple more laps. But I think he's going to end up winning one of those races this season. He is a very, very talented race car driver. I totally agree with that. Yeah, he was running really good. And he's good at Homestead. (laughs) He's a real good Homestead (laughs) driver for whatever reason. Ripping the top wall is his thing, and he's extremely talented. So, yeah, I I was happy. I thought it was a pretty fun race. A very odd start to the season. If you go back in history, we are almost repeating. We are basically repeating history at the moment. In 1950, the series start the Cup Series started off the same exact way. Two first time winners that was Harold Knight or Harold Kite and Tim Flock, and then a second time winner in Curtis Turner. So the 1950 series and the 2021 series seem to have a lot of similarities as we have started, but it's a long way to go. Kenny, at this point, anything is possible. Think about it. Apparently, (laughs) no, we've had. Three different winners, and and not that that's a big deal because obviously it happens all the time in NASCAR. But to have the two first time winners back to back, and then William Byron, Willie B, who's I'm joking when I say he's just learning how to win, but technically this is only his second win in the Cup Series, and he's been racing three years now. Yeah, he's starting to figure it out. It's kind of like with Chase. Once Chase figured it out, it was on. So I yeah. think now that Willie B figured it out, it should be on. And we haven't said Alex Bowman's name, but Alex, he showed up last year. So I'm expecting him to show out this year as well. I, I give Alex at least one win. And Tyler Reddick yeah. coming in second place. Look, I don't want to, you know, we used to talk about changing other guards. I don't want to throw that old term back out there but (laughs) at this point the young boys are showing up but i still have faith in the old heads because i'm considered an old head i really do think that at some point your harvicks your hamlins your bushes both bush brothers and who am i who else am i missing in terms of old heads i don't ryan newman technically Uh, is an old head too but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think you hit it right on the head there, uh, Tim. I mean, I, I was just thinking the same thing. There's going to be a time where we're going to see the regular winners that we normally see that always dominate every year. But it is exciting to have a different type of, of, of scenario where, where, where we're seeing these winners coming right now, and especially this year. Who knows what the next couple of races will be, but uh, we'll see the veteran heads there pretty soon. I'm going to yeah. go out on a limb and say that Cole Custer got net. <laughs> I'm just randomly throwing <laughs> that out there. That would 
be crazy. That'd be a nice Vegas bet. It would be. And actually, he didn't do too bad at Vegas last year, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, hey, it's on the cards. But look, we have had a very different start to the season. And I can think back again on another season, just for history's sake. 2011, by far, is one of my favorite NASCAR series that I was alive for. (laughs) It was a great, great year. They had 19 different winners, which tied for 2001's same number, obviously. We might be in the same category. And again, we we could get to that point. Obviously, a super long way to go, but it's really interesting to see a slight mix-up so far in the start of the season. What could be next? We don't know, but Las Vegas comes up next and and a similarity of packages and a similarity of track it it could be interesting i'm looking forward to sunday honestly it'll be cool but we could also see harvick and hamlin dominate like they did last year so anything is possible i think it's just exciting so far because we did have back-to-back new first-time winners that were totally unexpected at the beginning of the season. In fact, all we need now is for Bubba to get a win. Boy, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. We I mean, here's the thing, it's like there there's some change in the air going on with NASCAR when you think about it, mm-hmm. whether it's we're headed to Coda. Speaking of Coda, there was a tire test there. I'm excited for Coda. Like I haven't been on a plane since the pandemic started, but somehow some way I may <laughs> have to figure out how to get to <laughs> get to that track. I've been there, obviously, before we talked about it, but it's like with the Roval. It was important we for me to one. be at the Roval, the first one. <laughs> yeah, and that it's, was crazy. it's important for me to be at Coda. I just did not anticipate it being an actual <laughs> pandemic. I'm tired of the word pandemic, Corona, we all. virus, <laughs> COVID, vaccines. I'm tired of saying that. You, ain't lying. you know what I was thinking too. I don't have any interest in going to the dirt race, which is weird, but it would be interesting to go to the dirt race. That's going to be cool. Honestly, that, that's going to be pretty cool. It has been a long time since Bristol has done anything like that. Not even just with, obviously, NASCAR is the first time, but they used to do that 20-something odd years ago with the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars a long, long time ago. But yeah, it, it's going to be cool. And Coda is another one I'm really excited for because a lot of fans have wanted Coda to be on the schedule and Lord knows it would take a pandemic for that to happen. But, you know, here we are and we have a completely different track on the schedule. And again, just like you said, it's it's been a great start to the season already as it is through three races. But I think another thing to take note is this is the last year of this current car. So I think everyone is leaving everything on the table and making sure they get everything they can get out of whatever equipment they got left for this year before they get rid of it. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Hopefully they won't push it back, the next-gen car. I don't see why they would, though. I think we're good to go as far as I'm concerned. Last last I checked, we're solid on running it in 2022 for the Daytona 500. I think we are going to be solid and good to go. Okay, what else is happening in NASCAR that we need to cover? I just casually mentioned the Coda tire test. Do we need to go into that? No, I don't think we have to go too deep into the tire test coming up this week. It 
it, it'll be great to see what the feedback is. There is no people that are there publicly, so to speak. So it'll be interesting to see what the drivers say about it. Cause I mean, they are running the full course at Coda, which is cool. Hey, I saw an article on NASCAR.com about playoff parody. Are we really talking about the playoffs after week three? Well, <laughs> let, okay, so playoffs. let's put it like this. If we're talking playoffs, right? Playoffs? We, <laughs> I'm so I can't glad help myself today. That. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I know, man. Every time I hear that word. Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs? It don't matter what sport it is. When I hear playoffs, I'm like, playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be if, if you're a big sports fan that's gotta be the natural reaction if if that's not your reaction i'm like man are you really a sports fan oh, oh boy on, like come on but yeah to say that in terms of the nascar playoff so let's put it like this right let's say we happen to get what we got in 2011 you got 19 different winners what does that mean you're gonna have three people that are gonna be missing the playoffs all because of that now, obviously, it is way early, but that scenario definitely could happen. And that'll probably, I think that'll be the first time that's ever going to happen in playoff history. So that would be pretty crazy. But with the names that are currently in it, in the William Byron, Christopher Bell, and, <clears throat> excuse me, and Michael McDowell, that's interesting because they're locked in. There's not at the moment, unless something mm-hmm. crazy happens. They're in the playoffs, which means there's only 13 spots left at the moment. So it could be a dogfight just to make it because of that. And it may come down to wins. And that's crazy, but it very well could happen. Long way to go, but still, it it could happen. You never know. What do you know when it comes to NASCAR? Not a damn thing. (laughs) Man, listen. listen. Yeah, right? When it comes to the predictability of the season, you don't know. You just ain't never going to have a guess. It, it, look at the way we started the year. <laughs> who 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 picked that? I truthfully want to know who could have picked that. Because if you did, yeah, I hope you went to Vegas and I hope you cashed out. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, we would have heard about it already. <laughs> Somebody had to, man. Like someone had to make some real dollars off the first three weeks of this. <laughs> well, you did say the guy bet ten dollars. Oh, that's the, right. Dude did make eight hundred. Yeah, dude made eight hundred on Will on um Michael McDowell. So that was one bet. I tend to wonder anybody that was a high stakes better, how much money they put on that. That's just one of those you go, okay, I've got five grand. I don't care what happens to that five grand. Here it goes, and we get a nice return. Sometimes it happens like that. It's crazy, but hey, I'm all for it. I'm happy this season has had a start like this. This is a great feeling, honestly. It's a really great feeling to have the season start this way. Okay, well, I feel like we could talk more, but maybe it's time to head into predictions. And for our listeners, maybe intentionally or unintentionally, we're cutting the show a little bit short today because we have a full episode with Quinn Hoff. And yeah, so it's almost like you guys are getting a double whammy when it comes to us talking about NASCAR. But the (laughs) difference between this episode and our episode with Quinn is that Quinn does all the talking and we go really deep with Quinn in terms of getting to know him and offering a different perspective on life as a NASCAR driver. So without further ado, I guess, yeah, we'll jump into some predictions unless I missed something that happened that was pressing in NASCAR that we need to cover. I think 
We, I think we got it. We don't really talk Xfinity, but the only thing I'll say that most NASCAR fans probably saw on Saturday was Noah Gregson getting destroyed by a lap car, unfortunately, which was not the lap car's fault either. Uh, David Starr, his tire went down. Noah Gregson was very pissed. I'm not going to say what he said on the podcast, but he was pretty mad on TV. <laughs> about that happening to him it <laughs> ruined his race and he didn't win obviously but yeah that's a was a controversial thing on saturday but i guess we'll see if him in the 13 car next this upcoming saturday will have any issues that's about it but i'm just gonna say i ain't blaming the 13 if your tire starts ripping apart ain't nothing you can really do about it it's, it's nothing you can do about it sorry brother <laughs> wow Lap that's all i got tam can take you out <laughs> Whether you're in Xfinity or in the Cup Series. Yeah, it can happen. Racing is cruel. (laughs) We are headed to Renee's favorite place. He actually just got back from Vegas, which is crazy. We are not going to Vegas for the race. We were at Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the last race. I actually have not missed a race in Las Vegas in like, I don't know, three or four years, but I'll be missing this week. Yeah. (laughs) Renee's not missing any trips to Vegas because he was already there. He just won't be in Vegas this week. Without further ado, it is time for some predictions. (laughs) I should have held that a little longer. Hold on. (laughs) It is time. You know what? I think I watched too much Price is Right and too much... Let's make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wayne Brady today, right now on the All Turns No Breaks podcast. So let me do that again. It is time for some predictions. That still wasn't my best, but hey, I'm not going to wear y'all out with my fake singing today. <laughs> it's time for race predictions. Renee, who you got? All right. Here we are. Las Vegas, Nevada. And I know we talked about this at the beginning of the podcast. And I'm going to say Las Vegas is going to be the race where we see a familiar face. And I am going to go with Kevin Harvick winning at Las Vegas. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick as my winner. But for my alternative pick, um, I really want to go with Chase Elliott. But I think I'm going to go uh, actually with Kyle Busch. I'm just going to go outside the box. And just say Kyle Busch shows up. And don't be surprised if Kyle Busch actually wins this race. But I I think Kevin Harvick is going to be the one to pull it out. So Kevin Harvick is my winner. Kyle Busch is actually going to be my alternative pick. Kenny, those are my picks. And I'm sticking with them. What do you got to say? All right. So I'm actually going to roll the dice just a little bit since we're going to Vegas. Got to be on brand. I'm going to go with, for my main pick... As a as an older guy and a person who has one there, I'm actually going to go with Brad Keselowski. That's going to be my main pick. And then for my true gamble that I'm going to take on this one, I'm going with Matt DiBenedetto as my alternative pick. He has ran well at Vegas, and he has came up just a tad short in the last two attempts as he's had at Vegas. I feel like he is a sleeper pick, and if you are in Las Vegas and you can gamble in your state, he is not a bad pick, honestly. Now, if you make a little money, go ahead, throw some my way. But those are my picks. <laughs> I'm sticking to them. What say you, Miss Tam? You already know. I told you guys I'm going with Denny Hamlin every race this season. 
<laughs> so this is the fourth race in. I'm going with Denny. Of course, I'm probably not going to stick with Denny the whole year. But for Las Vegas, I'm going with Denny. My alternative, something is telling me to go with one of the Bush brothers for the hometown win. But although Kurt actually did, um, mm-hmm, that got you're me right. thinking. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking out loud. Well, maybe I'm not because I only shared half-truths of what I was thinking. I don't know. I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Harvick. Yeah, Harvick. I'm sticking with the veterans. I think we're done with all these newbies for now. All right. (laughs) Well, those are our picks. That's Tam Picks. That's Kenny's Picks. And those are my picks. If you guys got picks that you want to let us know who they are, please share them with us. All Turns No Breaks, hit us up on our social media. Across the board, that's at Turns No Breaks. Again, that's across the board, at Turns No Breaks. And let us know who you think the winner is going to be. Now, once again, for ourselves and uh, for myself, Tam, Kenny, uh, we certainly appreciate your support. Always listening to our podcast. Please take care of each other. Please stay safe. Wear a mask if you need to go out and about. And just take care of yourself and be safe. We'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns No Breaks. Hey, man, roll the dice this weekend. Take a bet. (laughs) See y'all. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. 